Friday's game. Do we have to? Yeah, we have to because that one was a show. It was not good. Just to keep it short, Bakersfield dominated early on and there was no looking back. Brousseau scored two goals early on. Then Lavoie scored. Hey, at least Sean Joslin, who was in San Diego on a PTO, at least he got a goal in. So good for the kid to get his first goal as a San Diego goal. But even more importantly, that's his first professional goal. This was his first time in the AHL. And it's really meaningful for the 22-year-old to get some kind of footing going. Yeah, some kind of playing time, but Sean Joslin, his first professional goal. So congrats to the kid. That was the only goal San Diego would score the entire night because it was all Bakersfield once again after that. The goals were pretty much out-hustled for a lot of the game. The final score wound up being 5-1 to one in favor of Bakersfield, but the fans still seemed to have a pretty decent time of it. I mean, good for Jocelyn. But man, Bakersfield has just been on a tear recently. Little bit of that revenge for the last time that these two teams played. Bakersfield, they just seem to have San Diego's number for whatever reason it is. Even dating back to last season in the bubble, even dating back to the year before that. Bakersfield has just been that one team that kind of owns San Diego for the most part. For the most part. I mean, San Diego did get a lot more shots in after the second period. After two periods, shots on goal, I kid you not, 24 to 9. San Diego had nine shots on goal the first two periods. You're not going to win many games if you have nine shots on goal through 40 minutes. Poor Luca Dostal was left out to dry completely once again. Yes, his numbers are not that great this season, but this is not his fault. The defense has let him down at times this season. Dostal has let a couple of softballs in, but the defense just hasn't been there like it has in years past. Part of that is because we've had defenders going up and down with the Ducks. But when you have defensemen, I mean, Greg Patteron, who's the current captain of the San Diego goals, he hasn't looked all that good. And neither has Brogan Rafferty. Rafferty has had some miscues on both Friday night's game and Saturday night's game as well. Those miscues do come back to haunt you eventually. And that's exactly what happened there. But Bakersfield, they're just a very well-rounded, very good team. And those guys have played together for a long time. When you talk about the three-headed monster of Brad Malone, Vincent Desjardins, and Adam Cracknell, they've been playing together for a very long time. Add in Devin Brusso, and you've got the makings for a pretty good team, as well as Raphael Lavoie. By the way, Brusso had four points in the night. Lavoie had... Oh boy, five points in the night. Yeah, they were on another world Friday night between those two players. So that was Friday. Saturday was at least a little bit more enjoyable because the Gulls actually had a lead. They had a lead on Saturday's game. But the reason I stress Saturday's game even more is because that was the Teddy Bear Toss night. That's right. It was Teddy Bear Toss at Pachanga Arena. By the way, the first time that we had a teddy bear toss in San Diego in four years. You heard that right. It had been four years since we had a teddy bear toss at Pachanga Arena. I think it's a great cause. I think it's great that we have this event finally back after four years. Obviously, you didn't have it last year because of COVID. 
and the year before just never happened because of the home scheduling in December. That was kind of a shame. But to see it back and to see the fans come out, it was 8,000 strong at Pachanga Arena, and a lot of them brought bears. So it was just a great overall event, probably one of my favorite events of the entire season, to be honest. So let's pick things up in the first period, because there was almost, almost a teddy bear toss in the first period. And the fans, I could see the fans in the crowd, they were ready to chuck one. There was a penalty shot given to the goals early in the first period. Buddy Robinson, yes, Buddy Robinson got, he drew a penalty on a breakaway, was awarded a penalty shot, but it was stopped by Alexei Melnichuk of the San Jose Barracuda. So there was no goal there in the first period. So we played on going into the second period. Still no goals in the first 10, 15, 16 minutes of the second period. And already fans are starting to get a little bit nervous because the goals only scored one goal the previous day. Okay, that's not good. But what about the game before? Oh, the game before, they got shut out. Remember what happened last Wednesday against Abbotsford? They got shut out. So between their previous two games, they had scored one goal. And I could even read some of the tweets. Fans were getting a little bit antsy on that last media timeout in the second period because I started to see the tweets. What if they don't score? What would happen? Well, here's what would happen. If the goals didn't score, they would just throw the Bears on the ice after the game is over and they'll just do it that way. But we didn't have to worry about that because Bo Grew saved the day on the power play. He got his first of the season as a San Diego goal on a power play. He scored that one from about the left dot, got it just, just over the shoulder of Melnichuk, and the fur was flying. We had thousands of teddy bears raining onto the ice And this is a great sight to behold. Still one of my favorite events of the entire season. And I liked that the Bears went to local children's hospitals. And aside from going to local children's hospitals, they went to Father Joe's Villages, which helps out veterans that are not here. A lot of them went to the Ronald McDonald House, which is awesome. Operation Homefront. And two others. A lot of Bears went to the Salvation Army. And the last charity that these bears went to, of course, Toys for Tots. So they went through a plethora of different charities, hospitals, just various places to give people a little bit of a smile that they haven't gotten in a while. So it's great to see these charities and these hospitals getting these bears and hopefully, hopefully bringing a smile to someone's face During this holiday season. That's my main takeaway from that game. Just the teddy bear toss alone. It is great to have it back. And I sincerely hope that the goals keep doing this every year. Because this was a very popular event. Back in 2015. 2016 especially. 2016. That was a big one. And 2017 was a pretty decent one. And yeah. There are probably many reasons why we didn't have a teddy bear toss. In 18 or 19. But nonetheless. Great to have it back. Great to see those charities and those kids in need getting a bear for the holidays. And by the way, the rest of the game did not go well after that. Yeah, San Diego had a one nothing lead with 2.13 left in the second period. And the ref decided, you know what, we're just going to take a break. 
So they stopped action with two plus minutes left in the second. They came back out after intermission, and then everything went south after that. San Jose scored four consecutive goals in the third period, including one from Evander Kane. Yeah, that same <laughs> Evander Kane. That was the final score. Four to one was your final. San Jose just completely took over after all the teddy bears were tossed. So that was it. Two more losses for the San Diego goals. They scored a total of two goals over the weekend. All right, we're going to talk a little bit more about the San Diego goals. And we'll be right back after this brief first intermission. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Goals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez as we finished talking about teddy bears. Lots and lots of teddy bears. Once again, going to some terrific charities. Love seeing that. Again, glad for all the fans that came out. Hopefully next season, we can pack Pechanga Arena, get 12,000 fans in there, see a lot more teddy bears. That's the hope anyway. All right, so... We have a bit of news to talk about as far as the goals, and that regarded yesterday's game. Uh, It didn't happen. Yeah, last night's game was postponed due to COVID protocols affecting the Stockton Heat. That game will be made up at a later date. That was supposed to be the last goals game before the holiday break, so instead they just started the break right away. Players went home. That's, That's how it is right now. I mean, it's happening in the NHL, the AHL across all of hockey games getting postponed left and right and this affecting the Stockton Heat this was the same team whose parent team the Calgary Flames they had to shut down everything completely because they had a COVID outbreak within the Calgary Flames so now we're seeing the Stockton Heat that team is affected by COVID so they're going to have their games postponed maybe they'll have more games postponed after the holiday break we don't know for sure so the next time San Diego plays will be Monday against the Ontario Reign. And in fact, there are two games between this Goals Thursday and the following Goals Thursday. There's a game against the Ontario Reign at Pechanga Arena on Monday and next Wednesday against the Henderson Silver Knights also at Pechanga Arena. Both of those games are 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So unfortunately, COVID is affecting everything happening across both leagues. And it's also affecting the All-Star Classic. This is horrible news out of Montreal, out of Laval rather, but this had to be done. And here's a quote straight from Springfield, Massachusetts. Here's what it says, quote, AHL League President and CEO Scott Housen announced today that due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, the 2022 AHL All-Star Classic scheduled for February 6th through 7th in Laval, Quebec, will not be held. The Laval Rocket and Place Belle have done an outstanding job preparing to host our All-Star Classic festivities this year. But with the event only six weeks away and faced with ongoing challenges pertaining to health and safety, international travel, and group gatherings, the League and the Rocket organization feel it is in everybody's best interests to postpone the event. We remain committed to bringing the All-Star Classic to Laval in the future. Postponing the All-Star Classic for a second year is disappointing, but unfortunately, 
unavoidable in the circumstances, said France Margaret Belanger, president of sports and entertainment at Group CH. This is one of the most prestigious events in the AHL, and we look forward to hosting this major event at Place Belle. We are very grateful to our fans and partners for their loyalty during this difficult time. We also want to thank the AHL for their confidence and their collaboration on this project. End quote. This is really disappointing for a multitude of reasons. I was hoping to go to Laval during All-Star. That's not going to happen now, so got to change up some plans, I guess. Also disappointing because this was the second year, second season in a row that Laval gets robbed of the All-Star game. The last AHL All-Star game was back in January 2020 when Ontario, California hosted it. If that seems like a lifetime ago, it, it feels like it. But it has been almost two years since we had All-Star here in Southern California. And unfortunately, we see this happening to Laval once again. It was announced in Ontario on their Hall of Fame ceremony that Laval was going to get the 2021 All-Star Game. That was the announcement all the way back in January 2020. And then everything happened. Then the pandemic occurred. Then you had the season scrapped. And then you had the following season shortened. So they had to do without the All-Star Game last season. This season, it looked like it was going to be a go. I was legit ready, like making plans to go to Laval, Quebec in a couple months. And then Omicron happened. And then things started getting worse and worse. We started seeing more postponements. And now we're, we're here. This is where we're at where Laval gets robbed of the All-Star game for the second season in a row. This is a huge, huge shame for the AHL because this is, I think, their premier event. The All-Star game for the AHL, it gets broadcast on national TV. It gets broadcast nationally up in Canada. It gets play here in the States on NHL Network, and they get pretty decent ratings. Because the All-Star Game usually takes place on a Monday, which is when the NHL typically has their off day after their All-Star Game. So to have this not happen again, it is sad, it is disappointing, but this is where we're at. This is where we're at as a league, this is where we're at just in general, not having these big events. And I don't, I don't blame anybody on the league for wanting to postpone this once again because we don't want to have large mass gatherings when you have this variant out there like crazy. So once again, the big news that the AHL All-Star Game will be postponed once again. Oh boy. All right, we are going to head into the second intermission, but first let's talk about Stat Hero. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels much better. But traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you are up against. So head over to Stat Hero. It's the first of its kind DFS platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups, winner take all. With Stat Hero, you're in control of the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play for, and Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. So sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash hockey and use promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash hockey. Use promo code hockey for a 100% match. Terms and conditions apply. 
And this is also brought to you by betonline.ag, which is the one place that has you covered, the one place that we trust, and it's where the game starts. And we've got college bowl season upon us. You have all the college football games, and you have the NFL playoffs beginning next month. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this winter. So head over to BetOnline.ag and sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code LOCKEDON. Once again, BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Head over to BetOnline.ag, promo code LOCKEDON, Gets you the 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly, folks. All right, so we're going to wrap up with a little bit of World Junior talk because we're talking about All-Star. We're talking about like all bad stuff, but we've got to talk about juniors as well because this is Locked On Goals. And some of these players will be playing in San Diego sooner rather than later. But World Juniors are upon us. And the Ducks have four, count them, four prospects in the tournament. And I've said this before. You got Sasha Pastujov for Team USA, Ian Moore for Team USA, and then you have Olin Zellweger for Team Canada, and you have the main man, Mason McTavish on Team Canada. I personally think Canada is going to come out on top on this one. Canada has got a stacked lineup. Team USA looks very good. As far as the Ducks prospects, Ian Moore is on that top D pairing with Jake Sanderson. By the way, Jake Sanderson was a first-round pick in last season's draft. He's somewhat comparable to Jamie Drysdale, according to some prospect people. And by the way, you have a Kings prospect on defense as well, Brock Faber, pairing up with Wyatt Kaiser. And Luke Hughes, you still have Luke Hughes there. As a defenseman. So Team USA looks very good on defense. Forwards, they look pretty decent. You have Matty Beneers. You have Brett Burrard, who's quite good. You have Logan Cooley. Like, you have some good, good players as far as forwards go for Team USA. But Team Canada, when you have Mason McTavish amongst your forwards, you're really in for it. Because remember, McTavish scored a hat trick recently with the Peterborough Peets. Oh boy, Sasha Pastjov, he's very good too, but he's one of the youngest guys on that team. He just turned 18 years old. He's still got a lot of developing to do. So we'll see how this tournament goes. Looking ahead at the schedule, here's where Team USA is. They'll be playing their games at the WP Centrium at Red Deer, Alberta. They have the smaller venue. They're in the same pool as Slovakia, Switzerland, Sweden, and of course, Russia. Here is the schedule for Team USA. Sunday, they play Slovakia at 9.30 Eastern. Tuesday, December 28th, Team USA plays Switzerland. That's 4.30 Eastern. Wednesday, December 29th, they play Sweden at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. And New Year's Eve, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time against the Mighty Russians. Oh boy, that is going to be a fun one to watch. I think this will be one of the more fun tournaments that we'll have seen in a while. So that's what we got for Team USA. USA. Okay, what about Team Canada? All right. 
they, they look pretty good right now. I would say Team Canada has the overall better lineup. That's just me. As far as Canada's concerned, you have Mason McTavish on a line with Maverick Bork and Kent Johnson. Whew, that's a great second line, but that first line of Cole Perfetti, Shane Wright, and Xavier Bougal, holy noodles, that looks really good. And guess who is up there on the first line defense? Olin Zellweger is on a line with Owen Power. Oh, baby, that is amazing. Oh, Ducks fans, you could imagine what it would be like to have Olin Zellweger and Owen Power on a line. There it is. So that's what we've got for Team Canada. Their schedule, they've got a pretty decent little schedule. They start off Sunday, December 26th versus Chechia, the Czech Republic. That game is a 7 p.m. Eastern start. Then Team Canada plays against Austria Tuesday, December 28th. That's a late start. Then Team Canada faces Germany. That's going to be a tough matchup. And their final pool matchup is against Finland. All of their games are taking place at Rogers Place in Edmonton, Alberta. So those are the schedules we have. After New Year's Eve, we find out who makes the quarterfinals. Eight teams are going to make the quarterfinals. Then we'll have the two for relegation. One team will be relegated. And we'll see what happens at the start of the new year. So that is a look at World Juniors 2022. And with that, we're going to wrap up today's podcast. But I want to thank you all sincerely for making Locked on Ducks your first listen of the day and make Locked on Bets your second listen of the day with your boy Q. And a little bit of a programming note. Tomorrow, there will be an episode of sorts tomorrow. Not exactly a regular episode, but I may as well tell you what it is. This will be my third consecutive season doing this, but I'll be doing a hockey reading of Twas the Night Before Christmas, or in this case, Twas the Night Before Hockey Christmas, but with a little bit of an extra twist this year. You definitely, definitely do not want to miss that. That is tomorrow's special bonus podcast. So once again, thank you all so much for listening. It is greatly appreciated. If you want to drop me a line, my email is LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Twitters, you can follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD or follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. And I will say this, please continue to be safe out there, guys. I know everything is happening right now. Just be safe with your holiday gatherings. Yeah, I just hope for the best for everybody. And I just want to take the time to wish everyone happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Hopefully you guys get to spend this special season with friends or family and make it a good one, guys. Make it a good one. All right. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great, great Christmas Eve and a great Christmas. Please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another and ducks and gulls fly together. Fly together.